Welcome to Dad Shift, a podcast where we're seeking to shift from a worldly focus to a godly purpose. In this episode, we talk about busyness. As a dad, we are busy. How are we supposed to think about busyness? I hope you're encouraged. Well, welcome back. I hope you've had a good week, and I'm sure you had a busy week. And I'm sure you had a busy week because dads are busy. We work, we come home, we spend time with our wife, we spend time with our kids. There's extracurricular activities, whether that's kids' extracurricular activities or if it's our hobbies that we like to enjoy. There's chores that need to be done around the house. The lawn needs to be mowed. Uh, The cars need to be washed. The garage needs to be clean. Pictures need to be hung on the wall. Dishes need to be done. Whatever it is, we are busy. There are so many things, so many demands of our time. And often, dads, we often just add more to our plate. We either don't know how to say no, or we don't know how to prioritize, or... Uh, whatever it is, we we have this sense of busyness. Is a we we wear it as a pride thing. We wear it as a badge of honor. We go around on Sunday mornings talking to other people, and they say, "Oh, how how are you? How's your week?" And we say, "Oh, busy, busy." I think it's like a an acceptable answer. We think that people look look to us as as if we're accomplishing great things because we are busy. But busyness can be a problem. In, in, in his book, Crazy Busy, Kevin D. Young lists three dangers of busyness. There's probably more. We could probably think of a, quite, quite a few, but, but he, he wants to get not to the, the outward. Um, it's not an outward focus of, of the dangers of busyness that he wants to uh, think about. He wants to think about our hearts. What is this nature? What is this culture of busyness? What's it, what's it doing to our soul? And the first danger that he addresses, that he looks at, is this idea that busyness can ruin our joy. When our lives are frantic and frenzied, We are prone to anxiety, resentment, impatience, and irritability. And I think that's true. Now, joy is not a circumstance-based emotion. Joy is a situational-based emotion. It's it's a positional-based emotion. The fruit of the Spirit. And the question is, am I in Christ or am I not in Christ? If I'm in Christ and the Holy Spirit dwells within me, then, then the fruit of the Spirit ought to be love, joy, peace, patience, and it continues in Galatians 5, 22 and 23. But joy is the fruit of the Spirit, which means the Christian, the believer, the follower of God, the follower of Christ, ought to have joy. Now, busyness tends to ruin our joy because we allow these other areas of our life to 
to overshadow or to overcomplicate or to um, overcrowd our relationship with Christ. Like he says, he says, when our lives are frantic and frenzied. You ever seen a person who, who looks busy? They, they often look frantic and frenzied, running from one thing to another, constantly seeking uh, the next activity or, or thing uh, to check off their to-do list. He says, we're prone to anxiety, resentment, impatience, and irritability. And the reason for that is because we look at the world and we look at uh, the situations and the circumstances that we find ourselves in, we look at them as uh, either helping us accomplish a goal, a task, uh, something to check off of our list on our busy life, or we look at them as an obstacle. If you, uh, Dad, are trying to come home from work and mow the lawn... And the minute you walk in the door, your little girl or little boy runs up to you and, and wants you to read them a story or help them with homework or, um, or play with them. You have, a, you have a choice in that moment. Your goal, your thought was, oh, I need to mow the lawn. But now they, they demand your attention. They demand some, some sense of your time. We have a we have a we have an ability to become impatient and irritable. We're like, oh, I can't, you know, I have to do this, and then they say, why, Dad, why? They become an obstacle to our goal. There's a sense of anxiety that builds up because even if we chose to play with our kid in that moment, and and we chose the right thing, if our goal was still to get the the lawn mode, then we can we can become anxious to it. It can it can be in our mind coming over like spinning over and over again of of I didn't get that accomplished. I, I need to do that. The grass still grows. It's looking terrible. Uh, my neighbors are starting to wonder, does anybody live here? Whatever it might be, there's this there's this mounting anxiety because this thought of a task that has not been done stirs in our mind. you're like me if you're you know like the most men in our culture there's always something on our mind finances responsibilities obligations work ministry family and it can cause us to to lose this sense of joy the second danger that Kevin DeYoung identifies in this book, Crazy Busy, is busyness can rob our hearts. In the parable of the the soils, Jesus is telling this parable, and he says the farmer goes out and he he sows the seed, and some of the seed falls on the path, and some of it falls in the the rocks, and some of it falls in the the thorns. And finally, some of it falls on the, the good soil. And then the disciples are a little confused and he he says, Do you not understand what I've what I've told you? And they say, No, can you explain it? And so he explains this parable. And the the seed that falls on the thorns, 
He says the thorns, the these these bushes, these thorns grow up along with the the good wheat, but it chokes it out. And he says, as as he describes the parable, as he tells them what it means, he says the worries of life are more likely to derail our faith than heresy. The worries of this life come into our life and they choke out our faith. The the Christian life is most churches, hopefully, hopefully most churches teach uh, good doctrine. And so the people in the church congregation won't fall to heresy very easily. If somebody came up to you and said that Jesus is not God, you would say, well, that's wrong. The Bible's clear that he's he is God. He's the second person of the Trinity. He isn't created. He's always been. He is eternal, one with the Father. Like that's that's a heresy uh that has come throughout church history over and over again. This this idea that Jesus is a created being, that he isn't God. That's that's false. Of course he is God. But what does choke out our faith, what does derail our faith, what does cause us to fall and stumble and and turn our backs on God is the worries of this life, the worries of this world. Deadlines, bills, finances, sickness, disease, pain, suffering, whatever it is, it, it, it... causes our hearts to to be wrapped up in other pursuits. But Jesus goes on to say that the seed that falls on good soil produces fruit, produces a harvest. And the thing about the good soil, it it is free of the rocks. It is free of the thorns. It is well cultivated. So the thorns of life need to be the, the worries of this life can rob our hearts, crowd our hearts, they can choke out our faith. The third danger of busyness that Kevin DeYoung addresses is busyness can cover up the rot in our souls. Man, this one is, this one's deep. Because often our culture uh, the, the people in our culture run from problem into an escape. We treat the gym as an escape. I want to escape my problems of, of work, and so I go work out. I want to escape my problems of relationship, so I go work out. There's something I can control here. People go to bars and drink to escape. They want to numb their mind from the problems of this life. And some people escape into their work. They escape the, the relationship problems at home, and so they go work. They, res- they escape the, the financial problems at home, and so they go work. They think, this is the only thing I know how to do, and so I go do it. They don't deal with their kids. They don't disciple their children. They don't love their spouse. They just work. Busyness can cover up the rot of our souls. There's this idea that if I'm busy, then I'm accomplishing a task. There's this idea that if I'm busy, I'm, compl- I'm, uh, I'm attaining something. 
Kevin DeYoung writes, he says, busyness serves as a kind of existential reassurance, a hedge against emptiness. And there's something to say about this culture and its pursuit of information and the ability on a social media platform to scroll and to scroll and to escape into Instagram or, or Facebook or Pinterest or whatever it is. And you're, uh, escape, you, you've escaped for hours watching a show on Netflix or whatever it is. And, and you haven't dealt with the issue. Busyness covers up the rot of our soul. We are so afraid to sit and to think. We're so afraid of our own thoughts. We're so afraid to, to wrestle with and think about our own end, our own frailty, our need of a savior. Because as we think about our end, as we think about our frailty, as we think about life circumstances and that we are here today but could be gone tomorrow, that life is but a vapor. We have to wrestle with these big questions of what is my purpose in life? Because the world is going to sell you lies to be pursuing money or pleasure or fun or whatever it is, success, power. But no matter how much money you have, it won't be enough. No matter how much pleasure you have, it won't be satisfaction. No matter how much success or power, there's, there's no identity there. There's emptiness. And so busyness is this existential reassurance, a hedge against emptiness. We, 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 we guard our life. We guard our brain by just being busy because then we don't have to think about it. But Jesus says, come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. The busy man, the busy soul, the busy heart needs rest. Busyness does not mean that you are faithful or fruitful. It means you're busy. Your joy, your heart, and your soul are in danger. Join us next week as we continue this discussion on busyness. And and I want to think about next week this question of how do we deal with it then? Because these dangers are real and they they are amongst us. So what do we do? How do we set our priorities? How do we manage our expectations? See you next time. Do you have questions about the dad life or how to disciple your kids? Please reach out and email me at justinh at centralchurch.com. We'll have new episodes each week and your comments, reviews, and emails will help us continue to put out content that helps dads shift from a worldly focus to a godly purpose. Also, make sure to subscribe to Dad Shift to get each week's episode. Finally, if you know a dad who needs to hear this podcast, please consider sharing it with them. Until next time.